it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, your Demi-Ami Queen, and also known as your entertainer, also known as Dharma. Now, today I picked an interesting topic simply because it's something that um, has come along in my head a lot, especially when it comes to a certain trope um, in writing. I will talk about the trope a little bit, but that's not really the focus of today's uh, subject. But, um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about art, and more specifically, drag queens. Oh, yes, so beautiful. So, um, the thing is, is like I was saying just a moment ago, there is a trope in writing. Now, I'm just going to brush up on it real quick. Um, we'll probably have a video or a podcast dedicated to it later, but I feel like this is needed for context. Now, this trope is basically where you dress up either a man or a woman in the opposite gender's clothes. Although, typically, um, it's usually seen as a man dressing up as a woman. And um, how it is, is this is usually used for um, a lot of different reasons. Either because they're supposed to be undercover, or maybe they're pretending to be somebody else. Um, who happens to be a woman and maybe it's an all-male crew or maybe the gal um, who was supposed to dress up like who was supposed to impersonate someone isn't really into the whole dress thing so they decided to put it off to one of the guys or something of you know that nature although the last example isn't something that you see a lot I'd like to see that uh, more especially when it comes to female characters who aren't really into the whole dresses thing, but yeah. And um, the reason why today is about art is simply because I really love the concept of imagining your character in the opposite gender's clothing, or more specifically, um, drag queens, basically. I'm not sure what it is about it, but I just love imagining them just being on stage somewhere like maybe they're pretending to be like a female singer or something and they're just dancing their hearts out while playing you know maybe Britney Spears oops I did it again or something of that nature for some reason whenever I imagine that concept in my mind that gives a big feeling of power and um and, you know it really gives me that freedom energy that happy freedom energy you know and I feel like this is something that we could do less often in writing as a joke or, you know, to poke fun at the character for, uh, poke fun at the male character for wanting to dress up as a woman or something of that nature. 
I'd like this, you know, to be something that, along with the rest of pride and, you know, things like bisexuality and gay and all these other things, I'd like it to be more normalized. Because there are drag queens out there. There are, you know, there's all sorts of places where, you know, people express themselves in this way and they are incredibly happy with expressing themselves this way. You know, they may not be transgender, they may not be a, cr a cross-dresser, but they can still have fun um, twirling a skirt and, you know, wearing lipstick and makeup and things like that. I, I think we should turn it into less of something that's made fun of and more of something that's just awesome. And I practically am able to see this with practically all of my male characters, simply because, A, I am very engrossed within the... I am very much someone who's all like, oh yes, <laughs> mm, yes, more gay, <laughs> you know? I'm very, very much someone who is often thinking about, you know, things such as the LGBTQ+, and things like that, so A, it's kind of normal for me to think about these things, and B, oftentimes when it comes to my male characters, I don't see them in a strictly male light, you know? I think of them like, oh, maybe they're gender fluid, or maybe they're transgender, or maybe they just love cross-dressing, you know, things like that. And, you know, I think that lends itself a lot to when it comes to writing and, um, soon enough art. I actually have an idea for, um, a nice, um, um, a nice little cross-dress thing, um, that I'm thinking of doing on a male character. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm very intrigued by the concept and the concept of having it less of a joke or something to poke the fun at the character for, or, you know, something that's, you know, oh, ha ha ha, you know, they're, they're in women's clothing, they got lipstick on, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm thinking of it more as a, an expression of their freedom or of them figuring out their freedom to be whatever gender they feel is best for them. Or if it's just fun, then go ahead. <laughs> you know, I, like I said, when I think of these things where, you know, they're being a drag queen up on stage and they're just rocking out and having fun with it, it feels very empowering. Even if I don't typically do, I don't typically cross-dress myself or do things of that nature, I still find it empowering to see my characters fully realize themselves, even if it's something just as simple as a costume change. I think that, I think that, um, I think that oftentimes with our characters and things like that, First is the internal change, and then is the external change. I feel like the internal change is the realization of it, the realizing that I don't really fit in what is considered quote-unquote gender norms and things of that nature. And so then comes the external change where you can see that they accept it, you know, not just internally but externally. So seeing that external change, seeing them wear what they want no matter what quote-unquote gender that it's supposed to belong to and i really think that um I, I i it makes it's very empowering and it's i find it such an empowering thing that on my um on my custom character sheet that i made um there is a um drag queen outfit um thing that i can that i put in there that i can fill out 
and um yeah so i i put the drag queen outfit there on there simply because a like i said i like to imagine the situation a lot with my characters and b you know it's that empowerment them realizing they can be whatever they want to be you know they're not stuck in this place they don't have to be the arrogant bad bad guy you know they can be whoever they want you know and like i said i find that empowering i find that very empowering but um yeah and so like i said i'm probably going to be dabbling in this in art soon um designing little things because not only do I like um, figuring out the clothing and things like that when I'm drawing, but I also, I just like all the little ideas and stuff that I come up with while I'm drawing because, you know, it's just, it's very fun to draw these things. It's very fun to experiment with things, you know. You know, go ahead and see, you know, what would your guy look like in a dress, you know. Or what would your la leading lady look like in a suit? Things like that, you know. If you're anything like me, this would be high. This is highly enjoy. This is probably highly enjoyable for you. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, just experiment with the clothing. You know, take gender norms and throw them out the window. I already have in my everyday life. So like, these are things that I only really talk about or think about because I'm on this podcast. These are things I only really explore on my podcast because, you know, these are things that I'm always thinking about all the time. So it becomes, you know, it becomes this thing where we're just like, oh yeah, this is just how I think. You know, I don't think about it. <laughs> well, when I come on this podcast, I'm all like, oh, here's a great idea. Here's a great idea. Here's a great idea. Here's a great idea. <laughs> but yeah, you can honestly have so much fun with clothing on your characters. And, you know, what I like to think about as well is the clothing from the start of the story to at the end of the story. Because um, a lot of times with like superhero stuff and, or even supervillain going superhero or just basically any kind of story really. Like I said, you can, you can have them have that internal realization that they either voice or you can just like see it on their face or you know something of that nature they have this internal realization in the climax where they're all like you know what i not only can i be a better person but i can you know i can be myself um this is this is who i am this is who i meant to be or you know i you know i shouldn't be embarrassed because i like to wear these things or i like to do these things you know i should embrace it you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of different realizations that can all happen at once towards the climax of a movie or show or whatever. And I think this is something that, you know, we need to think about. You know, not only are they going to become less of a jerk or less greedy or less arrogant or whatever it is you picked as their big main flaw, but they can also have the realization of who they want to be. You know, they realize who they are now and now they think about who they want to be, how they want to express themselves. And I feel like this is very much shown in costume changes or everyday wear changes or whatever you want to call it. Just clothing changes in general. I feel like this is very heavily expressed. And so, you know, I'm always an advocate for these costume changes. They, it may 
You know, it's not just, oh, I got this cool new superpower or new ability. It's, it's, it feels much deeper than that when they have all these realizations about themselves. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's basically just my take on this particular topic. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, I will be, um, well, actually, if you'd like to support me in all of my future endeavors, then go ahead and check out the link in the podcast episode description down below. There, you can go ahead and check out my YouTube channel, Horns and Halos, or if you're more of an audio person, go over to YouTube right now, put on the creator's filter in the search function, and search for Horns and Halos. There, I will be there with the cartoony icon winking and holding a cookie. I am definitely not the heavy metal band that is also named Horns and Halos. I found that interesting because what I did before I made my YouTube channel is I looked up the name. And I'm just all like, huh, interesting. Um, but yeah, so go ahead and subscribe and hit the notification bell and click on all notifications. That way you know exactly when a new video comes out. I have one come out once every weekend, and we do video gaming and story times and speed paints and comedy skits and all of these different fun things that I do in my everyday life that just wouldn't fit on a professional podcast like this. So go ahead and check that out for some weekend fun, and um, yeah, I will see you all later, my Magic Pants Collective, and on to the next one.